Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 7th of March and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's go straight away as always to the scores on the doors and a pretty quiet night really in the US markets. A little bit of a holding pattern, really, ahead of the uh, Federal Reserve Chief heading up to Capitol Hill and two days of testimony for the biannual monetary policy testimony. So a little bit on hold in the US. Dow Jones closing up 40 points or 0.12%, 33,431. The Dow had a high of 181 up and a low of 8 down. The Nasdaq closed down 13 points or 0.11%. 11,676, the S&P 500 up a massive three points. So James Bond, 007, 0.07%, 4,048. And the VIX index, the volatility, up 0.9 of a percent, 18.65. SPY futures showing a loss of 13 points or 0.18% after that 45-point rise yesterday, which was, as we say, a dickens of a market, the best of times, the worst of times, resources on the nose, and banks doing well. That probably won't be changing today, that's for sure. Looking at European markets, not an awful lot happening there. Stock 600 pretty much unchanged. FTSE down 0.2, Germany up half, France up 0.3%, Spain up half a percent, and US stocks, that's run through a few of the biggies. Apple up 1.9%, Meta down 0.2%, Google up 1.6%, Microsoft up 0.6%, Amazon down 1.2%, Tesla down 2%, Netflix 1%, US banks slightly easier, JP Morgan the worst of the bunch down 0.6%, Block very much unchanged, Exxon Mobil up 0.9%, General Motors down 1.4%, Walmart unchanged overnight as well. US 10 years pushing back up again, uh, up 0.8 of a basis point, not a lot, 3.971, two years, 4.886, two and a half basis points higher. The Aussie 10, 3.77, and we did see the US dollar index come off just slightly, 0.16 of a percent, the Aussie dollar down to 67.29, and Bitcoin trying to find a bit of a level after last week's route at 22,364 US dollars per fund token, up 0.46 of a percent. Looking at commodities, let's go through them. Oil was slightly better, only slightly, up half a percent, 44 cents to 86.33. WTI, West Texas, was up 77 cents, or nearly 1 percent. So that was a bit of a bigger move. Gold, down 0.45 percent, or $8.30. Platinum uh, falling as well. Silver down just over 1%. All commodities were easier last night. General disappointment, really, from uh, the market on those moves over the weekend from China to name their GDP target around 5%. The market was hoping for more stimulus than that and was hoping for a slightly higher GDP number. So a little bit of disappointment in commodity and resource stocks. We saw that yesterday in our market 
when we saw resources come under some pressure. Uh, copper overnight on LME was down half percent, nickel down 0.4, aluminium down 0.8, zinc down 1.3, lead down 0.2, and ton down 1.1%. Iron ore also easing back yesterday, 0.9 of a percent lower. Dalian iron ore futures down 1.3%. Coal continues to be no merry old soul at all. According to our numbers, down another 7.6%. And lithium also under a little bit of pressure. So commodity stocks generally not a happy place. BHP ADRs down 2.8%. Rio down 3.3%. Freeport back we're on down 2.3%. Alcoa down 3.1, Tech down 0.2, Anglo down 3.7, Glencore down 3.9%, Vale 2.5% easier, Arbomile not quite so bad, down just under 1% there. But certainly uh, it was a pretty mixed session in the US market, and we did see um, the uh, winners there, uh, Internet Software, Managed Care, Hotels, Beverage, Payment, Solar, were among the outperformers, but the industrials, precious metals, chemicals, car, retail, home builders, and rails lagged in the US. Last night as well, on the macro front, we saw the ECB Governing Council member, Robert Holtzman, warning that restrictive rates for the euro start at 4%. Morgan Stanley economist Julian Richards uh, says the Federal Reserve's rate-rising cycle is clearly nearing an end. He's saying two more quarter point increases in March and May, then a pause on the other side of the coin. Goldman Sachs uh, has reset its potential peak for interest rates at between 5.75 and 6%. In other news, Tesla has reduced the prices of its most expensive models again. Uh, this was only days after Musk said cuts earlier this year had piqued interest in the company's electric vehicles. Well, if you cut the prices of your flagship cars, it will. If anybody wants to cut the price of a Porsche uh, GT3 uh, to a level that I can afford, please go ahead and do so. It will certainly pique my interest and drive my demand. Uh, the Model S and the Model X now start at 89,000 US, uh, which is 134,000 Aussie and 99,990 for the Model X, which is down 5.3 and 9.1%, <coughs> according to Tesla's website. Local news today, not a lot around, I have to say. A little bit, uh, little bit sparse on the news front this morning, but of course we do have the RBA at 2.30. 25 basis points widely anticipated as the rise there. Rob, uh, Phil Lowe is going to be speaking tomorrow as well. So that's interesting. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Anthony Albanese today is uh, speaking at the AFR Business Summit uh, with Bank of America CEO Brian Monaghan as well uh, speaking there. Citigroup has warned there is more pain to come for lithium prices in China amid softer demand for electric vehicles. Not only is Tesla cutting their prices, but also BYD is cutting their prices as well. The broker is slashing I love media speak, slashing its three-month price target for lithium carbonate to $40,000 a tonne from $60,000 a tonne. They have also lowered their 6- to 12-month target to $50,000 from $55,000.
And this morning, ABAIR, which is the uh, Australian Bureau of Agricultural Research, etc., has published their agricultural review, some pretty big highlights. Value of agricultural production to reach a record 90 billion in 22-23. Value of exports to reach a record 75 billion in 22-23. So this is obviously good for the agricultural sector. Uh, we do hold elders as our agricultural proxy in the small cap portfolio. A strike Energy, Stuck's. Uh, STX could be a takeover target, some newspaper speculation, now that Warrigo has been uh, done and dusted effectively by Gina Reinhardt. We have Panorama Resources today, PAN, the stock code there, is providing an update on the ongoing underground resource definition drilling at Savannah. Vulcan Steel has reaffirmed its FY NPAT 95 New Zealand to 109. Uh, the estimates in the market were around 105. So that looks... Uh, a little bit uh, sort of steady as she goes. Wise Tech Global upgraded to neutral from Cell at City, And City also says the BOQ, the Bank of Queensland, the Bendigo and Adelaide merger is compelling. So that uh, certainly uh, does tick some boxes for them. Uh, GQG Partners, uh, the uh, listed fund manager here, uh, has said that it may add to its position in a Dali group as it looks to double down on one of this year's most contrarian share market bets. This follows the big fall in Adani Group shares after that short seller report by Hindenburg Research. Just a few other broker recommendation changes today. Nanosonics has been upgraded to overweight from market weight at Wilson's. Sezzle upgraded to neutral from sell at Jardins. Uh, Casia Therapeutics has entered into a collaboration for Phase 2 clinical trials uh, examining uh, Paxilisib in children with solid advanced tumours. We've also seen Bavura Solutions, hardly a surprise here, downgraded to neutral from Positive at Evans & Partners. The target cut, big cut, from $1.20 to $0.55. Cents. They're saying 35% downside Bavura in a Hail Mary capital raise to allow the new CEO, Libby Roy, to actually enact her turnaround plan. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Question of the day today. What would be your big contrarian play? We've seen GQG partners go into Adani. So what would be your big one? If you were looking at a massive uh, contrarian bet uh, this is mainly in theory rather than practice. But if you're looking at a massive contrarian bet on something that is well and truly out of favour, what would that be and why? Love to hear your answers there on Facebook and we will uh, see what people have to say. Well, that's it, as I say. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And all, as always, of course, may the trading gods be with you. RBA at 2.30, the big event of the day.